Welcome to the J-Train Podcast. This is J-Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from Harlem, New York City! With your emails, your stories, your questions, we have arrived to your laugh zone, and the listenership, you are strong. You are engorged. You are powerful. So I want to thank you for telling a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, anyone with ears. And I want to encourage you to push out the word to more people. Okay? That's right. We don't stop. Welcome to the jungle, baby. Where the laughs don't stop. Laughs don't stop. You're in the laugh zone. Mm-hmm. The truth zone. Hashtag no comfort. Nope. This is where you get hit with a hot load of honesty right on Do your face. more fucking. Do more fucking. DMF, you know what time it is. It's Fucktober, baby. This is the time of year. People need the J-Train podcast. Mm-hmm. They need it. Dose of medicine, realities take. Here, here, here. This is what you need to hear. This is what you need to hear. So you got to keep telling a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, anyone. We want it. We want them. We want to keep growing. Because, I listen, I'm walking these streets unhampered. I want to be hampered. I want people, hey, hey, I sent in my email. Why haven't you answered? Ah, gotta go. I got places to be. Please don't knock over my cup that has no lid on it. Please, please, I beg of you. I beg of you. And then I'll let them kiss my hand as I don't make eye contact with them. You know how, you know, I love that scene in a movie where you know the king is pompous because he won't, he puts his hand down to be kissed but won't even look at, like, very big character portrayal in one scene you know the king is an asshole because he puts a hand down to be kissed but looks away right yeah yeah like, the, the popper has to yeah don't even touch me air kiss my hand mm-hmm. that's i want that yes i want that in the streets i'll be a righteous dictator keep sending the emails jtrainpodcast at gmail.com it's a friday if you're in appleton wisconsin i'm there if you're in miami if you're in Orlando, if you're in Nashville or Atlanta, I'm going to be there next week doing Live You Up podcasts. Get those tickets. Get the group chat involved. Um, I want to also thank you. It's been a while since we've taped. Uh, you made my new album, Always a Mama Bear, the number one album in the country. You did it. Thank you. Yeah, the audience here at Feather Nation Studios is... 
Yeah, listen, you guys see a tear streaming down my cheek. Uh, thank you. Thank you for making it the number one album in the country. Never been done. Never been done. A nobody from the streets of Needham. Mm-hmm. Rising. Should be in some factory. Right? I should be, my hands should be worn. I should be in the mines, the coal mines. I made it out. That's one of those signs that says, like, blank day since last accident. Yeah, they, like, and it's like two days. Yeah. You did it. Like Rudy. I'm Rudy, the Rudy of comedy. And you thank you, thank you, thank you. If you haven't listened yet, what the hell are you doing? Always a mama bear. Go find it. iTunes, Pandora, um, Spotify. Spotify. And here's what I need you guys to do. Whatever you stream music on also has comedy. Yes. So... For those of you that are like, I'm a Spotify bitch, I put it up on my screen during work and I just have it there and I make my play, good for you, but why don't you help a brother out and subscribe to J-Train, type in Jared Freed, subscribe to my page. If you're a Pandora bitch, like a song, thumbs up. All of this stuff that means nothing to you means everything to me. All the likes, all the stuff that seems trivial, all puts some shekels in the Wizard of Weddings pocket. Okay. Hide the money, y'all. That's right. Poor people around. That's right. I want to get to the point where I'm putting my hand down to be kissed and I'm looking away. We only do that if you start fiddling around with my page. That's right. Feather Nation Studios needs a needs a reno we want to get to that point so this all you know i give you the ha's you give me the likes that's how we do this whole thing support our sponsors and that's the thing when i give a sponsor here i only deal with companies that are going to give you free money yeah okay that's how we roll here we're not gonna they're not gonna be giving you shit no hashtag the free money zone only the best only the best so that's how you support the show. Tell a friend, support our sponsors, go play around with my page on the streaming services. Very excited about today's guest. I've known him a long time, but a first timer on the J Train podcast. Very excited to have you. Joe Mackey, everybody. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. Great to be on a fellow uh, Nittany Lions pod. Yes, a fellow Penn Stater from State, state College, college yeah. a State College native. Um, you have a a cousin that listens to the show. Looking forward to your show in D.C., dog. She's coming. She's coming. Can't wait to have her. Um, Joe Mackey, if you don't know, all of you need to go follow him. At Comedian Joe Mackey. He is one of the funniest people you're ever going to see on stage. His stand-up is awesome. I'm a huge fan. Um, see him around the scene in New York. You, you were a finalist on Last Comic Standing. Like You're on the road. What's going on? Oh, man, keeping busy. God, just hustling, grinding it out. <laughs> it's about jokes. It's about getting those jokes out there and getting people to hear them. And everything you talked about at the start of the pod is exactly true. Yeah. You just need people to help you out with a listen and a follow. Right? And you you have albums out there. Uh, I don't have albums. I do have... Uh, I, I'm just a tourer. I go... You just tour. Tour as much as I thought as you I had can. an I would think you would. I recorded one. The audio came out crappy, so I have to redo it. Really? Uh, yeah, but that happens. You know, you got to... Oh man! Just I, mean, I would on. figure you would be an album guy. I I gotta start. It's 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 a bad thing. This whole world. I mean, I'm just coming into it because I I never dealt with it before. We taped it from Gotham and really did it like, 
you know, I kind of took a backseat to, um, you know, we worked with a label that's kind of new and they knew what they were doing and we hit the ground running and now it's, um, it's actually, I, I'm, I joked in the beginning, it is touching how nice because people know the podcast, they don't necessarily know the stand-up, so it has been really nice to hear the feedback from people being like, wow, there's this other thing that is a cousin to the thing I knew. Yeah, people like you, and they want to they want to find ways to support you. Yeah, so it's really cool. So I, I listen, Joe Mackey's touring all over the place. He's fucking hilarious. Comedian Joe Mackey on Instagram. JoeMackey.com is his website. Coming to Salt Lake City, um, 1011, and then Chicago. I know we got the Chicago people here. Listen, Papa JT is sending you to Joe Mackey's show, okay? So you got to go. Zany's friend of the pod, a fop. Uh, he's going to be there November 2nd through 3rd. Love a Zany's weekend. Oh, love love that club. That club is awesome. So all of you get involved with Joe Mackey, at Comedian Joe Mackey. Are you, what else is, are we ready to do some emails? Let's do some emails. I feel like we can dig Feather in. Those nuts. Feather those nuts. We did a, oh, to tell people, the Patreon is, is bumping. Hit up that Patreon. The Patreon, people are really getting involved. Um, they... I mean, we put out a free episode for National Coffee Day, kind of as a thank you for the album stuff uh, of Coffee with J Train. So you can go listen to the, one of the episodes. Can we put that in the description of this one? Sure. I had an interaction with people on the elevator. It's really my sad diary is what I've kind of referred to it as. So we, if you want to go check out what we're doing on Patreon, three bucks a month, you get a podcast every Sunday. Some, some, uh, some. I, I write up some, some. Uh, descriptions of each of the episodes. Joe, you ready for some emails? Let's help some people. Let's help some people. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Abandoning finance for music. Okay? Sounds like someone... Wait. This is... It, what's interesting about this show is some months, there's a theme of different... We get certain subjects of emails during certain times of year. Like, it seems like the end of summer, beginning of fall is like, I hate my job time. Yeah, your vacation time's up. Yes. You're facing that long period where there's no holiday breaks. Sure. It's like the beginning of school. Yes. It makes you feel like you should be starting over. It does. And renewal, refreshment. And it also makes you think, wow, life is long. And the leaves are dying <laughs> yeah. and you're going to die. Yeah. Someday. So, someday. So this all kind of hits you at once when you're like, wait a minute. We're not going to black out every Thursday. Like, we're not going to get drunk every Thursday through Sunday anymore. And I can't be in a car with other people that are doing as badly as me. Now it's just you alone. Yeah. Looking out into the distance, staring off. Like, there's a sad music playing. Like, <laughs> like, 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 we're. There's off, a sad music playing. Uh, <laughs> and sad music playing. <laughs> and, 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 like, I would. Or just. Like, I'd be. You just, this is me. Like, this is a listener just out in a forest. Little drizzle coming down. But I thought my degree, my economics degree would work out. I thought life would be easier than this. Why aren't I happy? Why doesn't this sales job fill the void? I do like music. That's it. That is the first thing where you go, well, I like music. You remember that? You're, you're, are you a Seinfeld fan? Y'all love Seinfeld, yeah. You know what? My dad and I always talk about the scene 
where George is like, I, you know how I met George is discussing maybe becoming an announcer? Mm-hmm. And he's like, and it's like the conversation all of us have kind of had at some point. Right. Where it's like, I, you know how I make those pithy comments? Yeah. You usually give those jobs to, you know, former players. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, but it's like, it's funny when you have that first thought of what's the thing that you'd be better at. And it's like always like music. They always tell you that uh, if you do what you love, you'll never have to work a day in your life. But what they don't mention is that the jobs people love are super competitive. Yeah. You can't just <laughs> wake up. Everyone loves them. You can't just wake up when you're 28 <laughs> and you hate your current job and say, music. Yeah. And just That's and, the and, then, answer. and then roll into a music bed of money. Kanye yeah. West <laughs> seems to be doing well for himself. I need some advice for leaving a safe career in finance to pursue my dream of producing music. I've spent a year doing both. Okay, that's important. Yes. Um, but I've quickly realized I need to commit all of my time to it in order to be successful. In the past, you described how you knew you had to do comedy full-time, which obviously resulted in giving up a steady paycheck and transparent career path. What were the steps you took which helped you succeed in your endeavor? Uh, what do you wish you did differently? Um, well, succeed is very generous. I, I appreciate that. But I maybe that's the reason that I've been able to keep this you know, train moving is because I don't really feel like I'm at the goal. You right. know, so maybe that's a, it's a little bit of a mindset thing is what would you advise? You know, you do stand up, you're traveling. It's a it, this is something everyone someone has said to themselves. I like funny. Yeah, you know? I, I think what you made an interesting point. I think you're succeeding because you're doing stand up and you're doing it as your full time job. Yes. But, you know, victory is getting to that point where you can work anywhere, anytime. Yeah, is, I have to go. I have to put Jared on. I can that, bump anyone in the world. Well, that's a, that's a funny comedy thing, and not to get right. too inside comedy, but you're right. Like, to us, succeeding is I walk into any club in the world, and they go, throw them on. You got to put them on. Got to put them on. That, and, and it's interesting to, like, anyone listening to this is like, well, you're doing, doing the job of stand-up is a success. Right. Um, but it's funny how, like, success changes at every level of what you're doing. I think for this guy who's working two jobs, like, uh, did you have a job while you were doing comedy? I did. I uh, worked at Viacom and human resources. Okay. And I didn't leave until I was absolutely ready to, to earn a living yeah. and have the success. I left when, eight years in when I was a finalist on last comic standing, I didn't quit my job until I was already a finalist. Well, so and I that's I interesting and- because I remember when you were on last comic standing and I remember how much you were on the show. Yeah. Like, and like the fact that you had a job during that is crazy to me. I took a leave of absence for, for uh, three months. Okay. Uh, but, I mean... What was that like? You telling people at, like, Viacom, which, you know, they're, you know, in the show business. Right. So what is their understanding of that? Were they surprised or were they... I think a lot of people, when you tell them, like, for the, instance, this guy who wants to be in the music business. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of people roll their eyes... And, and think, anything yeah, different. Yeah, they're like, oh, that's going to be tough. Oh, you're going to be starving. Sure. And, and for a lot of times, they're right. Yeah. If you, if you want to be a music producer, I, I hate to say it, but that economics job is going to be there if you want to go back. For sure. And here's the other thing. Um, it's funny that you say like people are going to roll their eyes. Like Nobody ever thinks of the middle class of what you're going into. Right. Like we know a lot of middle class comedians. Yeah. Like and and they're making they're succeeding in doing it. And they've got a house and health insurance. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> it, 
it's a great thing. So people, when they roll their eyes at you, I understand because in everyone's world, there's poor music producer out on the street handing out CDs, and then there's Kanye. Right. There's no in-between. There's no guy producing jingles for commercials. Like, I remember on this season, The Bachelor at... Uh, there was a character named Jed. Who's going to be on the live show in Nashville? Get your tickets. Pretty Hel- cool. Pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. Uh, but Jed was a musician that everyone feel felt free to make fun of because it's easy to make fun of the guy pursuing music. Right. And he goes, at one point he made a very big mistake, but I can understand why he made the mistake. He tells the father of the girl he's pursuing that he just had you know he goes how's the career basically and he's like well we just had a jingle go on a dog food commercial and the internet went wild making fun of him but you just made a face that i made where i was like that's a pretty good fucking paycheck yeah that's a good paycheck and <laughs> we, we know there's people residuals are, yeah, coming in on that and we know people who are in commercials that make good money doing that more than more than some of those middle class comedians yes yeah, so it's it's funny that like what he has, this guy has to realize is one. I love that what you said. You gotta leave. You gotta do the math. Dreams still have math to them, right? You have to go. Okay, do I have the savings to keep myself afloat? How much am I spending each month? You have to do the boring thing that no one thinks of with music. Music is like, oh, it's all Jack Daniels and making out. It's like, no, 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 no. They have a monthly cost structure to their lives, and you have to do that math. And you have to find a job, and I love what Joe said. I, you know, where it's like a job that you can, that literally pushes you out. That they look at you and go, "We know you're doing this other thing. You suck at this because right. of the other thing." And if he can stay there and still do his finance work until he's good enough or has the clientele or yeah. the, the resume to be a music producer, great. But if he if he's gotten all he can out of it. Eventually, you got to take the plunge. Yeah, and I I used to say this to my brother where it's like, I remember we got in an argument. He was like pursuing what he was going into, and I remember saying to him like, do you have 20 minutes a day that you can spend only thinking about your dream? And he was like, I go, I go, and I started an hour. He goes, I don't have an hour. I go, do you have 20 minutes? Is there a 20 minutes that you can carve out that are just dream related minutes and he was like yeah i go are you doing those now and he was like no and i'm like there we go yeah you know and i think some people they go well i'm stuck here and i'm doing this thing it's like no 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 you're not thinking of your you're not rationing your time well enough people love the daydream uh, yes. but they don't want to put the the hard thought into it i i get it j train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com here with joe mackey at comedian Joe Mackey on Instagram. Go follow JoeMackey.com. Salt Lake City and Chicago, but all the dates are on his website, JoeMackey.com. Um, I like this question. I know a little bit about you. I think this relates to this could relate to you. Let's let's help some people. How to deal with religious parents in this sinful world. Are you a religious guy, Joe Mackey? I am. I'm Catholic. Yeah, uh, and I have religious parents as well. So. Okay, so this uh, you, this is uh, this will fit right in my wheelhouse. In the wheelhouse, J Train Classic Shelvin guest. I've been dating my boyfriend for a little over six months. You have a girlfriend? I do. You do. You've been together how long? Uh, three and a half years. I've and you guys hang out together all the time. She's so at the comedy cellar. Yeah, she's a good at the bit. comedy yeah. cellar. She's great. Um, 
Uh, I've been with my boyfriend a little over six months, and it's the first serious boyfriend I've had that I felt confident enough to introduce to my family. Things started out pretty fast between us, and as we progressed, we naturally started talking about the next step, like moving in together. This won't happen for at least another year, but I'm already starting to think about it and plan for it. Uh, The problem is that my parents are very old school and also very Catholic, meaning that they think I should marry a good Catholic boy and wait until that after that before living together and having sex. Well, it's too late for the sex thing because that already happened. But that's pretty easy to keep from my parents. It's harder to keep a new roommate from my parents, especially when my roommate, uh, that roommate sleeps in the same bed as me. My boyfriend is not religious and I'm not really either after having it shoved down my throat my whole life. Um, we know, we know where she stands. Um, if I still keep an illusion that I am, uh, a participating church goer, which is relatively easy since I live three hours away from my parents. I recently found out that my parents, particularly my mom, think that my boyfriend is more friend material. I suspect that because he's not Catholic, even though he is the only boy I've loved, uh, liked, loved enough to bring home and even taken to church with me, with my family. I'm very serious about this guy. And we both know that we are with the person that we want to be with for a long, the long haul. So how do I ease my parents into letting them know that I'm serious about this boy and that I want to do things in the non-traditional way? I want to make sure that I'm doing what I think is best for my relationship, but I also don't want to disappoint my parents. Any thoughts would be appreciated. I love this email. I love that they sent it in. It's a very real issue. We get into a lot of like weird dating and sometimes sex stuff, but this is like, I love where she's coming from. She's like, I want to respect my parents, but I also want to like go forward with my life in the way that I feel comfortable. And, um... Joe, do you, how do you feel about this? Uh, you say you're not going to move in for a year. Yeah. So this this issue isn't it isn't as pressing as she thinks it is. Agreed. Uh, yeah. And I would I would wait to see how it plays out. And I you know I wish people would stay in the church, but if it's not for you, eventually you're going to have to talk to your parents about it. And well, when you say like like to me like it's funny that there's this like all or nothing thing, right? Because right. she even says ah. I'm not the church. It's been shoved on my throat my whole life. And I'm like, there's a, and then she says, I still want to create the illusion. That I'm a participating churchgoer. And you brought it like, it's funny that like no one thinks anything can be like a little bit anymore. Right. That's <laughs> you know? a good like, point. It's all or nothing. It's all, it's, it's, it's the same with her move. She doesn't have to go to her parents and knock down the door and be like, we're moving in. You fucking idiots. And God doesn't exist. Like that's how <laughs> you're going to agree with me or you're a communist fascist yeah. or whatever. You know? it, it doesn't have to be doesn't that have way. To be that way. You can still, Go to church and enjoy church without doing this thing where you, because I, I it, when someone writes that into me, they it kind of feels like they're trying to, they're looking at me going, well, you're you're gonna talk shit on that. I'm like, yeah. no, I I think it's nice. I think religious nights, like, I I always talk about like Jews um, do death really well. Yeah, I like love the, uh, the shiva call and like I like I really enjoy the way the traditions of. Jewish death. I like the it's new quick. year. Quick. We throw yes. you in the ground. We marry quick. We Boom. die quick. <laughs> Game over. But I, and then, like, I love the, right now it's the Jewish new year, Yom Kippur. It's, um, like, I think this time of year is actually really nice. Um, and I do enjoy parts of going to temple. Like, and so, like, for her, like, I agree with you. Like, it, she has time to figure this out. Um, I mean, in your own life, are are you living with your girlfriend? Are you waiting till after? No, uh, we're we're not uh, we're not living together yet. But that might happen in the future. And I I just think uh, she said I'm worried about disappointing my parents. I hate to say it. Sometimes you're going to disappoint your parents. Yeah, 
It sucks. And but they but love you. Get and they'll over deal it. with if it. If they love you, they'll get over it eventually. And if this guy's really good to you, eventually they'll get over that too. Are your parents similar to this? Yes. Would they? So if you moved in with your girlfriend, would they? Would it? How would you go about talking to them about it? I would say this is my decision. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate your input, but this is what's going to happen. Yeah. Because ultimately, you're an adult now. Yeah, and you and have to make your own make your own choices. But and there's also the respectful way to do it, right? Like, and that's why I like talking about the lot. Sometimes the answers are in the email. I say this all the time, but like, yeah, you know, uh, uh, having it shoved down my throat the whole life. Um, sometimes I think she has to take it's two steps. You have to be empathetic to your parents to like they weren't trying to like. Hurt scare you. hurt you yeah. or scare you think of why they gave you religion and it's kind of a nice thing right they wanted community they wanted you to learn lessons from it like if you i i think like religion gets this bad rap a lot of times i think it's it's tougher and tougher every day we live in a world where everyone wants instant gratification mm-hmm. and religion is the complete opposite of that yeah <laughs> so it's just it's hard for people to relate yeah and, and but i think you can relate to your parents loving you yes and i think what the way Joe just said it is the way you're going to have to say it at some point. I respect you. I love you. I'm going to live my life a little bit differently. Um, like if you're taking, you know, the thing that confuses this is if she's sitting there and half her rent is paid by her parents. Okay. Well, you have to admit to that, right? You have to say, you have to grow up at some point too and go, I'm not going to take the money, but if you do take the money, maybe that's not how it's going to work. Yeah. If you want to be treated like an adult, you have to be an adult, a full on adult. Yeah. Yeah. So I think those are things to think of. Cause I know, you know, when someone's like, well, I hate what my parents are doing as their hands getting hundred dollar bills yeah. put into it. You have to go, okay, well be honest with yourself and where you are. The fact that you have a year, let's, let's let this relationship breathe. Let's have fun in it. Let's get to know each other. Let's keep your parents in the loop about them like the more the more you're excited about it the less your parents are going to go are going to keep pushing that friend material thing yeah that friend material thing that sucks that sucks and i think you know i do this with audiences sometimes if like an audience member and i've said this on the podcast before like you know if i've opened you know sometimes i'll open for michelle wolf and there'll be like a segment of the audience that's like hyper liberal and they kind of look at me when I come out like, oh, no, the patriarchy snuck in. <laughs> and, and I have kind of, you know, I, I, you can either get angry at those people or you can pump them up and try and put a hand out to those people. And I've always been on the side of like kind of like put a hand out to them. where like, are you OK? Give them a chance. Give them a chance. Because if you, you're prejudging them, then what's the point of even doing the show? Of course. So what's the point of even talking to your parents? This is the whole thing. So with your parents, you need to. Pump up this guy as long as he's being right by you and doing a good job. But also so to the point where they go, you you're go, are you OK? Like, this is a nice guy. What are you talking about? Yeah, you should. I should be so lucky. And I, it seems like she's excited and it's it still seems early. It's just early by, by the thing. But, yeah. Uh, keep an open mind about it. J train podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> J train podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we are sponsor people. Ooh, I love this. Zapier. Zapier is the easiest way to automate your work. Growing a business is hard, especially when you're wasting hours every day moving data from emails to spreadsheets to your CRM or to wherever. Shouldn't that kind of stuff just happen? 
What without lifting your fingers? Zapier can help. Zapier is the easiest way to automate your work. It connects to all your business software and handles it work for you so you can focus on the things that matter most. My producer has been using Zapier and says it's already taken hours of administration work off her their plate. I just have so much free time now. <laughs> Shelby is so excited about his free time. All you, what do you do with the extra time? Oh, just a lot of working out. Working out, yoga. yeah. You are getting swole. Knitting. Knitting, yeah. Um, their email zaps to Dropbox anytime Papa JT gets a new contract for a hot new sponsor. In, in And bam, the contract also gets sent to their lawyer for review. You're do, The work is done for you. I'm done with your lawyers now. Yeah, you're, it's over. I think they're talking about, um, I think they're talking about Fanny. She's using it, too. She's using it, too. You both are using it. So, plus, by connecting QuickBooks, uh, they've also been able to automate their invoices to automatically go out on specified dates. And Zapier will even remind them uh, and their clients if an invoice hasn't been paid. So, this is all, like, administrative stuff that can help you clear up a lot of the... You know, I have this issue, and I wish there was a Zapier for posting on social media. And there probably is. Please don't DM me ways to do this. But I, I'm saying there's got to be, like, I like this because whenever I'm, when you're doing data stuff or you're trying to, like, send out invoices, you're like, okay, I have to concentrate for a half hour without getting on my phone or doing other stuff. So it's like when I go on Instagram and I post, a, uh, post a, like, uh, that we did the podcast, I'm like, okay, now I'll do the Instagram wheel. Right. Stories. DMs, liking, discover page. This Zapier helps you to stay focused. Mm -hmm. That's what it's about. So no more wasting your time on tasks that you know could be automated because that's exactly what Zapier was built to do. Just so tedious. It's, it's getting out of control. If you sign up anytime now through November, Z uh, try Zapier for free by going to our special link, zapier.com slash JTrain. That's Z-A-P-I-E-R.com slash JTrain for a free 14-day trial. That's free money, people. Zapier.com slash JTrain. Zapier.com slash JTrain. We're here with Joe Mackey at Comedian Joe Mackey. JoeMackey.com for all his dates. Chicago people, I know you're out there. Um... Okay, more undateable the longer I'm single. Hi, I love this podcast. I hope you read this email. Everyone is someone's foot, right? So I, I say my, my way to tell the audience that ever, there's someone out there for everyone is that there's people masturbating to feet. So like you're a foot to somebody. That's beautiful. Right, thank you. Um, maybe I'm not though. I've been single for almost two years. Turn on the sad music again, Shelby. This, this girl is... In a way. I've been single for almost two years now and recently started feeling weird about it. Good thing we're piling on and making fun of her. Uh, I'm kid we kid because we love. I'm almost 29 and everyone around me is in long-term relationships, getting engaged, etc. I'm one of the only single ones and feel like it's becoming a black mark. Coupled up, people look at me with pity. And sometimes, sometimes guys show surprise that I've been single for so long with a face like they've, they're have they wondering what's wrong with me. I've dated a bunch, though. Guys from the apps, from in real life. I've had date, tons of first dates, 
Lots of with the three plus dates and a four month thing that the guy ended. So I've been out here ready for something real, but it seems more and more out of reach with each passing day. A few of my girlfriends in these two years have also become single, but quickly got into new relationships. Feel like I've done the personal work and I'm pretty chill, fun, quirky, look, look okay, pics attached. Guys I've gone out with have said I'm super genuine and sweet, etc. But I've watched others find the right the match while mine is seeming more and more elusive. I don't think that I'm undateable, but now I'm thinking, am I undateable? Am I more and more undateable the longer I'm single? Well, we appreciate her writing in. She sent pictures. She's beautiful. Pretty gal. I mean, like yeah. there's and seems fun. Like she's doing fun things. She didn't ask for a lookalike, um, but Shelby, I mean, should we give her one? A little bit of a Jessica Alba kind of thing, right? There's a little Alba-ish. She's like, she's very cute. There's no, there's no like thing in the pictures that we look at and go, uh, no, gross. Like this is like no, a beautiful No, woman. beautiful gal. Um, what would you say? I would say that uh, you're probably in your head about it too much. Yeah. I mean, especially when you're younger, if everything seems so urgent and so mm-hmm. important, I got to do, do this now. Two years, that's not a long time to be single. I mean, were you single people. before you've been three and a half years? I'm kind of an outlier. I didn't have my first girlfriend until I was like 30 something. But that's important for I think that's like relatable to people, this person. Yeah. I mean, you were 30 something when you had your first girlfriend. Was there thoughts like this or were you not worried about it? Uh, I know yeah. for men, it's different than a woman. I The woman like. I understand where she's like, women uh, tend to compete with their level of relationships. The, you know, there's a person that's in the relationship that's like fine and good. And then there's the single girls that are like, uh, you know, we'll find someone for you one day. And it's right. like, you know, men don't really have that type of men pressure. Men do that. Uh, we're going to get you laid. And I'm like, yeah. are you? Because I don't, I don't think you're like, <laughs> I don't think that's going to work. Well, I mean, was there ever a moment where you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, I thought, oh man, maybe I'm too quirky or too odd or too weird. But uh, that goes away once you start have to have a little bit of success. And yeah, uh, she's not that old. Twenty nine. You got a lot of life left to live. In. What do you mean in success? Like success. Once in- I started dating someone, and I thought, oh, this is attainable. Yeah. You know, before you do something, it seems out of reach. Especially yeah. like trying to get someone to to want you. You have to. I mean, I really didn't like myself, and it's hard to get someone to. You're asking someone to want you when you don't like. The product that you're, you're I, selling. I think that's a big part of this. I think, you know, it's hard to put the blinders on. Um, she writes something that's very, like, I'm sure very relatable to a lot of women listening. Everyone, um, she writes, um, it feels like uh, coupled up people look at me with pity. And sometimes, here's the thing. No one's looking at you with pity. Everyone is really more worried about themselves. So I understand why she feels that way. And on social media, it's easy to think, I'm 29, everyone around me is in long-term relationships, getting engaged, etc. Everybody looks happier than they really are. What's going to happen, you're 29, you're about a year away from a lot of divorces. You're a year away from finding out these pictures are, and I'm not saying to cheer for miserable things to happen to your friends and family but just know that we're all kind of 10 percent away from each other yeah and when you're comparing yourself to other people that's not a good way to to judge your no your own life but i love i I love what joe said i love what you said where it's like you gotta do some you stuff i think when you're out there looking for a boyfriend to kind of fix your lot in life a 
guys sniff that out where it's like guys don't want to be really and this is like a newer thing i think guys don't want to be like needed that much you know like i i don't want to you know date someone who i'm like saving with cell phones it's so much worse than it used to be too it's people who are clingy really get annoying yeah and it's like and you can feel that stress when you're dating them so like to this girl um I think you got to dig into your hobbies. I think you got to like take a minute from dating. I think you need to hang out with your friends, have fun. I think the best way to meet someone right now, I I don't know where you, you didn't say where you live, but like football Saturdays are a great way to meet people before they get too drunk and the lights go down too much. Yeah. So I think, and it's a great way to show that you have friends. So like going with your friends to a bar and you're all wearing the same T-shirt, and you walk in there, and people that you're around are someone you recognize from college or someone... Like, we both went to Penn State. When you go to a Penn State bar and you see people, there's a little bit of sense of comfort there. Yeah, and there's it's you already have an in. An you in. have a way to start a conversation. And, and if they're not a Penn State person, you go, how'd you get here? Now you have an in to like start a conversation. That they go, well, my friend brought me, and I've always hung out with Penn State people, and I'm from outside of Philly. You know what I mean? Yeah. The conversation rolls. So I think this time of year, I've been referring to it as Fucktober, Fucktember. Fucktober, of course. Fucktober. You know it, yeah, right? It's on the calendar. So we, what, the reason I've referred to it as Fucktober is because you find yourself in more comfortable surroundings. Mm-hmm. It's your hometown. It's your city. You're around friends. So for her, she needs to dig in more to her group, more to her hobbies, more to planning events with fun people because and get out of the, I got to go on date one, date two, date three. Flip, flip the script. Yeah. Instead of saying what you don't have compared to your friends, say, hey, I'm 29. I'm good yeah. looking. I'm not coming out of just coming out of a relationship. I'm in a great place right now. I can go have some fun. Also, no guy. I've never had. Sometimes women write things in that I'm like, I've never had that conversation with a guy where she's like, I've been single for two years. Oh, never. Uh, like never I've never had, had a guy be like, oh, I don't know if I could date her. She's been single two years. I have had the conversation. She's been single for two months. Yeah. She's not ready. Not ready. That I've had. Never had. Two uh, years. Two years. What, what's wrong with this idiot? No. You know, it's never come up that way. It's always two months, you're right. Two years, I don't think anyone really thinks that much Nobody. of it. No. Uh, 29, definitely never thought that much of it. Oh, she's 20. No, unless you're dating a 22-year-old. But go meet people. Go out with your friends. Have fun with them because people want to be around fun people that have a thing. Right now, your email screams, I'm just dating to get to this goal of a boyfriend when you don't even care what the boyfriend is a horse before the or cart before the horse that's right j train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com we're sponsored people Ooh, i love the sponsor you know who loves it the most um my girlfriend is a huge fan of figs 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 Figs. I think there's something all of us agree can agree on. Nurses, doctors, dentists, and people who work in the Medicare medicine and healthcare are pretty awesome. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Figs. Yeah, you're right. They are awesome. They're great. Yeah, give it up for med- med- medical people and healthcare people. All of us can think of a time when medical professionals helped us or a family member. 
So Figs is an amazing company that is making scrubs. Yeah, you heard me. Scrubs, stylish, functional for the people who deserve it most. So Figs sent me a pair for me and then a female pair for my girlfriend, Jess. And these scrubs are comfortable. They look nice. You could wear them with sneakers and like leave the house without looking like you're going, you know, you're a slob. Like they're they're functional. They're great around the house. Um, if you're a medical professional, like Jess's have like zippers on the side and like, you know, zipper pockets. And I just think what Figs is doing, they took something that we all liked. We all liked scrubs. We were all were 15 once and had you know, slumber parties, and we all wore our scrubs. This has adultified that experience, and it's made it so you could, oh, wear them on a flight? Are you kidding me? Every set of figs is antimicrobial, protects from germs and bacteria, ridiculously soft, moisture-wicking, and features four-way stretch. Uh, they, they're stretchy, but they're also, like, they're tapered, which I like. Like, I put them on, and I look like, ooh, look at my butt, you know? So Figs gives back, and you can too. Every time you shop at Figs, they give scrubs to healthcare providers in need around the world through the Threads for Threads initiative. To date, Figs has donated hundreds of thousands of sets in over 35 countries. So whether you're one of the awesome humans that works in the healthcare, and I've heard back from healthcare people, these are like the Corvette of scrubs. Like these are like, you know, these are price higher price scrubs that maybe they wouldn't get into if they didn't have the deal. They got it now. Now you got it. So Universal so, clothes. This is this is right. So this is so if you want to say thanks to some you want to help people that get their good scrubs, Figs is going to make it easy by providing you with fifteen. That's one five. Fifteen percent off your first purchase by using my code J Train. J Train. J Train. Get ready to love your scrubs. Uh, head to wearfigs.com. W-E-A-R figs dot com. W-E-A-R-F-I-G-S dot com. Enter my code JTrain and get 15% off. Uh, that's a deal. Um, they're fantastic. Get involved here with Joe Mackey at Comedian Joe Mackey. Should I agree to an open relationship? J Train Shelb, an esteemed guest. I just want to start off by feathering your nuts and letting you know that I have rated, reviewed, subscribed, and I constantly tell all my friends about this podcast and you up. Thank you. Now, I'll get right down to it. I've been going out with this amazing man for the last few months, and things could not have been going any better. We go on fun, exciting dates. He's extremely communicative with me, and the sex is incredible. However, I was recently thrown a little off a guard for the first time and could really use some of your sage advice. Last night, my man asked me to be his girlfriend but said he wanted to keep the relationship open. Seems like he asked for two completely opposite <laughs> yeah, things. Um, well, I knew this last three, uh, his last three, three relationships were open. For some reason, I had not really thought about this uh, possibility before. At first, I thought an open relationship would be an obvious deal breaker for me, but we discussed it more and seemed like something I could be willing to give a shot. The type of open relationship that he engages in is one where he commits completely emotionally to one person, but just leaves open the possibility to have sex with other people he's not emotionally into. Shelby, you sound familiar with this. So Skeptical. It's an age-old age speech. Yeah, I've heard this. I'm kind of giggling through this because like... Did, did you hear about the Silicon Valley guy? No. From the TV show Silicon Valley? Oh, he, he gets weirder and weirder stories come out about him every day, it seems like. 
They do. They, what, what's they the story about him? He was doing an interview with Playboy, and he revealed that he's a swinger in his marriage, like, open relationship. Really? And the, the quotes were like, hmm, you seem to be the one who's probably more into this. Yeah. Like, he said, <laughs> only after, he said, only after I got married was I like, Molly, I'm sorry, but we have to get non-traditional here. <laughs> I like the thought. It's like, you know. <laughs> this like, would have been information that would be helpful before the wedding. Exactly. He's like, he's sitting there with all the wedding gifts around him. And he's like, I don't know what we're doing here. The walls are closing in. We got to get non-traditional with this shit. You know what you know would help? If I had sex with other people and you weren't mad about it. Yeah, that would help us out. I mean, that's kind of what this girl's. Uh, writing, he said, "I would be, uh, I would be his girlfriend. We would go on trips and always be each other's plus ones, like with monogamous couples. And he would publicly show off our relationship and post us on Instagram, etc." I know that last one sounds silly, but it matters to me. No, I understand. He's like, "I'll give you the full girlfriend experience, but don't ask where I was on a Saturday night." Is that basically what he's asking for? Seems like it. Um, in fact, he said, "No one would even know that we're open besides us." <laughs> I he really, he really researched some talking points. Yeah, this guy is a good. Spe- this guy's like he should start a cult. Um, because the way she spells it out, you're like, all right, you know, like you're like, but you're like, no, this is ridiculous. That, it, my question for her would be, does she want to fuck other guys? Well, she writes, additionally, he said that he, ne- he has never once fallen for any of the other people he slept with and that the openness was never the reason any of the relationships failed in the past. I would love to hear your thoughts on open relationships and if you think this is something that could work long term. For reference, we're both 28, don't want children, but do believe in marriage and are already very established in our careers. Thank you again for all your wisdom and I really hope to hear your response. No longer a one woman man, um, one man woman. PS I've attached a couple photos of us to further reference and would be interested in hearing our celeb lookalikes from Classic Shelby. So Shelby has a keen eye for celeb lookalikes. Um and this is them as a couple. He looks like the type to bring up a non-traditional he has like a yeah his hair's always perfect even though they're doing like they're literally yeah, things. they're hiking like it, he's he's always on a dating like, app at all times he's like I've got my gel in just in case I need a picture for the app he's got a walking stick they seem very outdoorsy which is fine but he's also like they're good looking they're both good looking but he is um, he has a look that I don't know if you feel the same way. I it just it has a look of someone like a tech guy. Tech guy. It, it for whatever reason, maybe because of the email that we just read. I don't want to just invest money with him. I yeah, don't know. there's something a little the the way that email was was written. She, I mean, she's interpreting what he said, but she had all the talking points down, just like Shelby said, and he just has that look of a guy who never had to go to the gym and could spend the time thinking of a great speech for an open relationship. He's put the work in. Yeah, it, it does. Shelby, you got some lookalikes for us? She looks like the... I, I, I have one for her. Who? I was thinking like Anna Kendrick a little bit. I didn't see that. Okay, go ahead. She looks like Kelly Riley. Kelly Riley. She's in the very bad season of True Detective. True Detective. Just 
Yeah. Um, okay, and what does he look like? Because <laughs> I think the listeners want to know about him now that we've... He has a big mouth and like a big teethy smile. Kinda. He's got a toothy smile. He's got big features, but he's in shape. He's in incredible shape. He looks like he'd be on The Bachelor. He does look like... A contestant a, a, on The Bachelorette. He does look like a contestant that would be from like Sarasota, Florida on The Bachelorette. Um, what do you think, Joe? What, is, what are your thoughts? I've, we've given us some thoughts on... What do you think of open relationships? Uh, and, and I think you asked I think the you question it. that... If, the, if both people want to be in on it yeah. uh, equally, then it might be okay. But it seems like if she doesn't want to fuck other guys... Yeah, I, I think... It's interesting because he's like, my last three relationships have been open. So I've said this before. The open relationship people do exist. Mm -hmm. I want to be respectful to that group because I've gotten DMs from them when I've talked shit on it in the past. Right. They exist. But we have to remember that they are like CEOs of fucking. They, the open relationship people are meticulous about the rules and the roles of and the they're always going like the people in back in tribal days weren't monogamous. We yeah. raised everybody. And the, yeah, this is what I'm saying. How far back you gone with this? We sometimes open relationships are are considered an option instead of the exception. Right. The exception. These are people that are weird people, and I think that's okay. I'm not saying that they shouldn't do what they're doing but we have to admit since we've like cast out shame you're not allowed to say what someone's doing is like like a one percent like a half a one percent possibility for people right so like i'm not saying that it can't happen i'm just saying it's not an option like it's like saying strawberry chocolate vanilla and uh and praline and you'd be like wait a minute what how did praline get in here it's not equal to the popularity of the other words. Exactly. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. Uh, it's almost, you know, when I hear it laid out that way, it's like I want all the good stuff of a relationship without the one thing you really have to sacrifice. Yeah, and then this goes back to like, you know, instant gratification yeah. versus the long term, you know, nice thing of being in a relationship. Um, yeah, I. I think if like and then you know her rebuttal would be if 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 both people don't want to do it how does open relationship ever even come up you know what I mean like it's a chicken or an egg thing it's like well I would think like not all open relationships met at a key party right I give him credit for putting his cards on the table he put them out there but if she's if she's into it that's fine but if she isn't or she's skeptical i mean that could that's gonna be a problem yeah and i and here's the thing he's totally serious he is totally believing the bullshit he is serving which that's how you become a good bullshit salesman okay that's how you get what you want so he's gonna keep searching for people that will work into this deal until that relationship ends and also he says none of his relationships ended because um, of the other people that he had sex with during the relationship, but that's his sure, his reporting on the issue. He's I'm not, sure that didn't help. Yeah, I'm sure that didn't help. I'm sure they didn't look at it and go like, "Here's the other thing." 
when you're I, out, I've gotten into fights over stuff way less significant than that. Yeah, and it's like just because you guys didn't look at, it, she didn't walk in on you fucking someone else and was like, "This is like." If your girlfriend walks in on you fucking someone else and goes, you never do the laundry. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, but you don't like this is all an issue. You forgot my aunt's birthday. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, it's your it, like, this is OK. But everything, else, you know, like, here's the thing. If you're not investing. And I've learned this with my relationship that I'm currently in, like, you got to give yourself to meeting people. You have to give yourself to to getting to know somebody and. If you're spending one night a week doing like, yeah, this is my fuck night, that's a night of the week that you're not really talking with a person. And it's like, it's not like you're, you're not going- emotionally available that night. Exactly. So are you getting to know each other or are you hiding one night a week out of your week from the person that you say you love? Right. So I'm not saying it can't happen. I'm saying the people doing it are weird. They're not you. For the most part, this isn't an option. This is the praline of, uh, I don't know why that was the flavor I chose, but I couldn't think of any other, like, this is the lavender crunch of ice cream flavors, okay? You're probably not going to have it. You'll try it once. You'll go, yeah, but I don't want to buy in for the full thing. So for me, I think that goes back to what Joe said initially. If you want it, but you're writing in. So obviously you don't feel comfortable. And I, I just don't. I don't buy what he's selling. Like, if he tried to sell me the open relationship car, I go, there's a lot wrong with this vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. She reminds me of Jessica Chastain. You think? Yes. A little bit? I, I'm with you on that. Jessica Chastain. I mean, they're both red. They're both very similar. Yeah. <laughs> Shelby not backing off of Kelly Riley. I'm trying to find her. I can't find images. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can see that. I see that, too. Both beautiful. Yeah, I see it. Um, and he looks like contestant from The Bachelor that we wouldn't trust. Uh, J Train Podcast at Juma.com. J Train Podcast at Juma.com. We got time for one more, right? One more email. At Comedian Joe Mackey. Before we get to that, we are sponsor people. Love the sponsor. We talked about renewal in the beginning of the show. What a way to renew your life than getting new sheets. Brooklinen, Brooklinen, Brooklinen. Uh, make your home uh, beautiful is the ultimate form of self-care. You spend a third of your life in the sheets. Don't you want them to be insanely comfortable? Let me, let me go into what I love about Brooklinen. I love the sheets. They're on my bed right now. They're silky smooth and soft. Um, the best thing is when I get a new, what are you, a pair of sheets? How do you? Yeah. A new set? Set. set? set. Yeah. When I get a new set, what I like to do is here's the real spa moment for people who can't afford to go to a spa. Throw your sheets in the wash. Then you put them in the dryer. You dry them twice. Throw them right on the bed. And then you make the bed. You put on your, you know, your headband so you block the sweat. You put on your workout clothes and you make the bed better than you've ever made it before. Then get naked. Okay, and hop into that bed because you're going to feel the feeling I get whenever someone shares the podcast on Instagram stories. It's a full body feathering. Okay, nothing feels better than getting into a fully made, newly washed sheet bed. And Brooklinen is 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 putting out hotel quality sheets for prices that aren't going to kill your bank account. And that's why I love them. And we're giving away free money. So my Brooklyn, sh- Brooklyn and sheets are the most comfortable sheets that I've ever slept on. They're amazing. 
and their towels. That I forgot about the towels. You forgot about the towels. Their towels have turned my bathroom into a spa. I couldn't recommend them more for friends, family, treating yourself to the upgrade. You deserve brooklinen.com as in getting an exclusive offer for just my listeners. 10% off. That's one zero ten percent 10% off and free shipping when you use promo code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN at brooklinen.com. Brooklinen is so confident in their product that all of their sheets, comforters, and towels come with a lifetime, lifetime, lifetime warranty. So the only way to get 10% off and free shipping is to use promo code JTRAIN at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Promo code JTRAIN. Brooklinen, these are the best sheets ever. Love that. I like to Joe, put my scrubs on. Right? And hop right into oh, the... Oh, man. Joe, you just... You just gave me a Saturday night. I, I love just it. orgasmed. Right? <laughs> we all did it at the same time while holding hands. Well, I'll give you the choice. Uh, guest choice of email title. You ready? Sounds um, good. Help, I need your advice, oh, oh, wise one. They say chivalry is dead. What is wrong with me? My, own, my own, I like that they get sadder and sadder as you go down. I can't my, do it anymore. Yeah, what is wrong with me? I, I think just just going by that so far, what is wrong with me is in first place. Okay, let's do that one. It's and it's a perfectly length email. It's a it's a dude email. We never play that music anymore. Do you have that? Anymore? I got rid of them. Oh, you did. Okay, never mind. Feather feather nuts. A long time listener. Second time emailer. Listen, got a dilemma that's probably better suited for a therapist, but I trust your wisdom here. Okay, let me start this by saying we haven't read this email. We don't know what it is. Uh, we're not professionals. We're talking out of our ass, but we're going to go through anyways. Most of my advice is bad. Okay, good. To put it simply, I have a problem with interest, specifically long interest quickly in women. Long interest quickly in women. What's that sentence? That's oh, that is confusing. He needs a, an English teacher. I find one tiny, tiny, small thing wrong with them. And I judge it to the nth degree. I also might have the worst wandering eye in the world. The sucky part is that I end up regretting these decisions in the long term uh, most of the time. I live in New York City, so wandering eye is a fairly natural here. I think, but mine is awful. I think an issue could be that I didn't start getting girls until the last few years, so I'm trying to get the fucks out of uh, out that I missed growing up. But I've missed out on pursuing relationships with girls that I actually liked because I was always thinking about the gay, the grass on the other side and what else was out there. I'm in a similar situation now with a girl I think I like who checks all the necessary boxes, but I still find myself wanting to hit on that girl in the bar or swiping on the apps, etc. Do you have any tips on staying grounded and actually trying to like someone and not losing interest? I like this email because this it's is very relatable. It's very relatable. This is also uh, this is a podcast about uncomfortable subjects spoken about comfortably. I don't think he needs a therapist. I do think there's a few things in his email that jump out to me. I'm not sure if they jump out to you, Joe Mackey. What do you think? Uh, yeah, there was something that jumped out to me. It's uh, if you're hitting on the girl and you're swiping on you're swiping on the apps. Uh, yeah, you're not really giving it a chance. Yeah. And you have to get, you have to delete those apps. Yeah. You have to say, look, I'm going to give this a chance for at least a few months where I'm not going to hit anyone. Everyone's got a wandering eye. Everyone. Look, you, look, you can, you can chain a dog, but he can still bark, right? I, <laughs> but, but <laughs> it's going to be, a, that's going to be a t-shirt. That's gonna, yeah. The, the dogs are barking here. Yeah. yeah. It's a very good quote. It's a very interesting <laughs> quote. It's a good quote. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, 
how many times have I been with my girlfriend? She's like, you are an animal. And I'm like, what? And she's like, you're staring. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I am. Don't you think she's hot? You know, like I we have the discussion a little bit together and I joke about it. But it's like, yeah, I, I think the thing that jumped out to me and it kind of goes back to advice that we gave the woman that can't find a guy and it's like if you don't love yourself you won't be able to find love type of thing right um he wrote um i think an issue could be that i didn't start getting girls until the last few years so i'm trying to get the fucks out that i missed growing up even even that's a red flag that's a red flag that's the sentence that that's the part that jumps out to me last few years so he's been fucking girls for years now and he's how many fucks are enough yeah and it's also what fucks were you missing out on everyone and this is kind of one of those things where guys are like oh and when they're in relationships oh man if i had tinder now when i was single i would have been fucking everyone it's like no you wouldn't have you would have been the same idiot right you were without tinder you would have had the same amount of fucks and it's like not everyone is out there just having sex like crazy the same dudes who were hooking up all the time before tinder were hooking up after you know when they had tinder exactly and the same and and vice versa so i think this guy is dealing with um newly found confidence um that he doesn't know how to deal with or newly found fake confidence it's not really confidence it's you're kind of like competing against the people that you didn't think you were doing as well as in college right and they're not no one's competing with you i think what you have to remind yourself is that like there's no amount of fucking that's going to make you feel better about yourself and i think this has to do with you getting more comfortable in your work and then you getting more comfortable with your friends and delving into those relationships a little bit more than doing the and then talking less about your endeavors sexually maybe because i'm sure this guy's going ah oh, yeah last night went on this date you know like he thinks this is the interesting part about him but it's not no and it also it seems like oh man that girl talked to me for two seconds she wanted the pipe yeah no, no she no, didn't no. <laughs> she was asking where the bathroom was. yeah yeah i i but i think for this guy like you he doesn't sound ready for a long term relationship. It sounds like he thinks that's what he's supposed to do. Yeah, and, and he's not giving it a chance when he's in one. Yeah, so I think for this guy, he's got to kind of he's got to reshuffle the deck chairs a little bit. He's got to you know put his pers- he's got to have a little bit of better perspective on. And listen, also being okay with being single, but not you're not single because you want to get your fucks in. You have to be single because you want to be better about yourself and improve yourself and improve your relationships with others. That's why you need to be single. And I think right now, the wandering eye thing is just never going to end. And that's something men don't get like any leeway on. <laughs> it's no. like that never goes away. The monster's there. Uh, sorry, dude. Like that's like something like no woman looks and goes, yeah, he's just a guy. No, you got to no, no, wear no. sunglasses indoors at some point. At some point, yeah, you got to be... Uh, you you gotta be the guy in the Pepsi commercial. <laughs> With the what's the singer? Pitbull. No, <laughs> yeah, Pitbull. Yeah, you gotta be. Well, Pitbull. he's not wrong. He's not wrong. He's <laughs> that actually works. Um, yeah. So I I think like his perspective is like I'm not giving these people enough time. No, no, no. You're not improving yourself. Right. You're not okay with what you got going on. So 
self-improvement will make people that you're more interested make you give more time to the people you're more interested in right j train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com joe Mackey, thank you for coming on thanks for having me this was a blast fantastic all of you need to go follow joe at comedian joe Mackey. you need to go they can find your stand-up online right yeah it's on youtube it's all it's all over the internet there's a whole bunch uh, of that was stuff. the thing when you were on last comic standing you had so much material yeah uh and p- people thought i was uh the weakest link, so they kept picking me. So oh, to, to go tell, against. Yeah, to go against. I for, that's why I thought it. Yeah. Because they kept going against you in the, like, in showdown. The, yeah. I picked Joe. And then you, you know. would win. Yeah. I re- this is what I remember. Yeah. So all of you, go find Joe online and go watch his stuff. JoeMackey.com, Salt Lake City in Chicago. Shelby, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Instagram and uh, Snapchat and Twitter. I'm Jared Freed. Jared Freed on Instagram, jaredfreed.com. Um, the album, Always a Mama Bear. Touch it, feel it, pet it, like it, love it, own it. Miami, Orlando, Atlanta, Nashville. Jaredfreed.com, jaredfreed.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom.